Oh, you need to you need to know what I've been up to? Check the goddamn body cam. Can I investigate the desk and see if he was working on something in particular? You find some notes that look to be Latin language and markings to draw and instructions. Uh, it, to the best of your knowledge, appears to be some sort of strange ritual. It's signed at the bottom, I hope this helps, B. What are they going to do with the spellbook, Nick? What I procured for them was a very specific spell to help them alter the weather. I assume more than a simple rain cloud. Ray wants to go on a walkabout to have found more creatures that he has an idea of that are like Barb. Oh, well, uh, is, that, is that you, Ray Right? Her little catfish whiskers are like flopping as she talks. Yeah, how you doing, babe? You find a shed with some building materials in it. Oh, you know, almost as if there were sort of plans to build here that never came to full fruition. Did my dad ever tell you anything? Anything unusual? Your dad was a detective. You are a deputy, a junior deputy. You ain't even a real police officer. At this rate, you never will be. I'm just mad as rocks. All right, look, Donnie, I'm going to tell you where I was. There's, There's been some really weird shit going on in Golkochika, and I've been hunting some monsters, not sharks. You need to... To go clear your head, I'll look at this footage. I'll I'll think about this. We will re-evaluate your position when you come back. The better part of valor is discretion. Very good, Agent Green. Arium, am I the only thing from your past that you don't remember correctly? How do you stop being a dryad? You gotta figure out a way to fool good fella. Easier said than done. He'll send people after you. He'll probably ask you to kill me if you mention me. Luckily, I'm quite good at forgetting things. Ian, your keeper here. Uh, We don't usually do pre-show announcements, but there's a few things that I just needed to say right off the bat here. Uh, First of all, we reference in this episode a live show that we did that we thought we were going to be able to publish and release, but unfortunately, at least not in the near future, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, But in this live show, long story short, uh, Ray, Ari, and Sarah had to be volunteer camp counselors for the local summer camp. And they had to facilitate the great American tradition of a snipe hunt. Uh, If you're not familiar, snipes are fictional birds that um, camp counselors would trick kids into hunting. Uh, However, in this episode, the snipes ended up being real. So rather than destroying them or killing them, uh, Ray Ray and the gang found a way to tame them, and he's now sort of building an area for them on the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. Uh, just wanted to clear that up. The other thing that I needed to mention was that the arc that begins at the end of this episode deals with a fantasy illness. If you were unable to listen due to the stress that the pandemic has caused your life, we completely understand. 
As always, we have content warnings at the top of our show notes, so you can check those for when we're no longer dealing with those themes. Additionally, if you would like to email us at shrimpandcritspodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us, I would be happy to respond and let you know when the arc is over and we're no longer dealing with those themes. That being said, I do hope you are able to listen and I hope that you enjoy it. It is a very exciting and dangerous arc. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate you listening. And with that, we'll get on to the episode. So, Ari, you head back to your home one day, your temporary home in one of the seedy motels that dots the shoreline, and you notice you notice that growing up through the cracks in the pavement are some rather vibrant-looking flowers, and around your door there's some little bits of vines growing on it. Let's go inside. You open the door, and instead of seeing your motel room that's covered in practice drawings of Faerun's and the windows are blacked out. It's a dense forest full of beautiful plant life, all sorts of flora, and you hear birds chirping and the air smells of honey. And in front of you is a forest clearing at the center of which is a very ornate gazebo. I have been expecting this good fellow. Are you ready for a debrief? Hmm. Ah, yes, Agent Green. It, it's it been quite a while, hasn't it? I believe it has. I found Bottom. Good. <laughs> Did he just lay back and stretch out his legs? Because that's what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he leans against the uh, one of the pillars of the gazebo and puts his hands behind his head. He is manufacturing a drug of wild origin in Tallahassee. Is it good? He is also dealing magics to a organization in Gullicotrica. Oh my goodness, that would be against the proclamations of the Fae. Hmm? It was an eventful week. Bottom himself is selling these drugs? In Gullicochica, you say? Tallahassee. Oh, Tallahassee, yes. Okay, I'll have to send an agent. The drug is powerful. It can grant its users strength, among other magical properties. You seem... You seem to be rather intimately familiar with what the drugs can do. We sent it to the lab. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We saw its use... First hand, there was an incident at the wildlife retreat. A child was poisoned. Hmm. Seem less exuberant than usual, good fellow. Are you well? Ari, I'm afraid, Agent Green, that you're not being fully forward with me. How do you mean? Well, you know that I am thorough. You know that... I have eyes and ears everywhere where I care to listen and see. And what did you see? Your room, Ari, that we have that we set up for you. You don't think I'm keeping an eye on you? On my agent? Well, my memory has not been as reliable these days. Lost. I've noticed. Good fellow, what did you hear? You've had a guest recently. 
the once ally of yours, I think. You asked him how to leave me. I asked if you could. What makes you think you can't? I have never known anything else but this. I have never thought if there was a life beyond this. The curiosity got the better of me. Well, if you're questioning, I would be lying if I would if I didn't say that I was disappointed. After after everything I've done for you, I saved you. I brought you into the fold. I've taught you everything I know. I am thankful for that good fellow, but I need to remember the things I've forgotten. Ari, it's dangerous for people like you to come to the wild. So frequently and so often, it takes a toll. Lost. Certain memories are dangerous. Some fade with time, naturally, as you come in and out. And some I've taken from you to protect you. I care about you, Agent Green. Taken them? What does that mean, you... Have them, you destroyed them. Where are they? Memories fade. It's sometimes you just have to cut off a charred edge in order to keep the garment intact. He never takes off his give me these powers you give me. This suit you've given me. A life. Why me? I... I saw the potential in you, Ari, when I picked you up off the ground and said, we are your family now. It wasn't, what was it that Seab called it, bullshit. Though your job performance lately has dwindled a bit, Oberon, Titania, we all consider you to be a member of the family. The only member of the family who has their memories cold. You were born in the overgrown. There's nothing I can do to stop the so wild weak. from affecting your mind. At least not completely. Get up. If you want to leave the agency, as you asked Tate about, follow in his footsteps, that's fine by me. But don't come here into my office. Question my methods. After I've looked after you your entire life. There is a way. I saw it when I was in Tallahassee. I need to find what I've lost. If you won't give me back my memories, I will find them on my own, good fellow. Don't be afraid. I was afraid you might say this. Follow me. It's a pity, Ari. You used to be one of my finest agents. Don't be afraid. Do I need to give you a two weeks' notice? As witty as ever, Ari. Should you decide to return to the fold, or even if you just need my help, you know how to find me. Ignis will show you the way. This parting was well made, good fellow. Adieu. I have too grieved a heart to take a tedious leave. In the next moment, you're sitting in your motel room in Gullicochica, and there's a knock at the door as little vines start to retreat back into the cracks in the makeup of the doorframe. I'll look through the peephole.
It's the it's the condo manager. I'll open the door. Can I help you? Hey, uh, you 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 didn't pay for another day. You you got to get out of here. I got to rent this room to somebody else. Give me 30 minutes to collect my things and I will be out. All right, you're a good tenant. I'm sorry to see you go. I ain't never had somebody stay out here this long. I apologize for the mess. Let me walk back into this room. I want to walk back into the room, close the door, and check and see if Ignis is still with me. You open up your lighter and out comes Ignis. Always Ignis. So am I throwing out my papers? Did I change my playbook? No, you're still the searcher. Good. The searcher isn't connected to the FAE. That's true. You may, you did that. Yeah. The only playbook that's really tied to their well, the it, the initiate and the professional, yeah, are both tied to an agency. I didn't expect Rough. you to quit. He said he took my memories. Also, he was listening when you said you wanted to quit. That's a good point. I'm gonna cross agent off of my sheet. Ooh, that's huge. He's gonna murder you. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so Ray Ray, you head out the back gate into the woods towards where that shed full of building materials you found. You walk past Barb's hut. Do you stop and say anything to her? Hey, uh, hey Barb, you in there? Oh, you know it, Ray. How, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. You doing all right? You need anything? I'm just fit as a thi- I'm just fit as a thistle. We up. Is that, <laughs> fit as a thistle? <laughs> It's totally a thing. Well, it's I'm... just one of them things that River made say. <laughs> mm. how, how, how are the boys? The boys? Oh, oh, them them critters you asked me to watch. They're they're quite cute and cuddly and fun. Ugh. Yeah, cute, real uh, real cute. Well, hey, I'm heading out. I'm gonna I'm working on that working on that pen for you. A pen for me? I, am I gonna live in it? I like my <laughs> hut. For <laughs> never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh! Dang, Ch- Chucky, get back here! And one of the snipes runs out of her hut and and j- jumps into the water. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Barb, you gotta you, you gotta keep them close. And her enemies closer. Yeah, I get it. Uh, uh, no, this isn't a thing. I literally need you to keep them close. Oh, okay. Alright, that's why I'm, I'll be back. I'm gonna make the pen. She gr- she grabs it and takes it back into her hut, and it looks very strange because her arms are fish flippers. <laughs> but she but she pets the snipe and she says, Now Chucky, you can't go running around like that. You gotta stay in. Chucky is the one, is the normalist one, not the one with the scorpion tail or the one with the lizard arms. Yeah, Chucky's the one that just looks like a, a bird. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. I'll be around. And I would walk to the shed to start getting materials and start building a snipe pin. Yeah, so you spend the afternoon sort of hammering away. Which I'm building it around. I'm grabbing materials and I'm building it around Barb's Oh, house. fun, like it's attached there. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, the the afternoon fades as you spend a couple of hours, a few hours, probably takes you four or five. It's a big project because uh, the birds are like dog size. You know, they need a good amount of space. Yeah. And there's there's what, three of them from the yeah. live show? Yeah, there were three of them. Yeah. And so you build this nice little area that they can run around in and have their own space without getting free uh, for the three snipes that you guys rescued in our live show. 
I also make it. I also make a doggy door. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun! So they can get out. Well, they can get out into the pen. Mm. Sure, sure. Like, from oh, their, okay, like from, from the coop. They're indoor. From barbs to the pen. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Sure, sure, sure. Adorable. So, come running out of the house are Chucky, the normal-looking snipe with a very long snout, um, sort of a dog-sized bird with little black beady eyes. There is. Um, Caldwell, the the snipe that has lizard arms, and there's Pokey, the one that has lizard arms and a scorpion tail. And they run outside, and they seem to be very happy to have space to run around in, and they're rolling around in the grass, and they're playing and wrestling with each other. It's very cute. These birds. Yeah, they're birds. They're dog birds. Dog they're birds. birds. They're birds that act like dogs. <laughs> Caldwell is the Caldwell's the lizard armed one with claws. And (laughs) who's the third one? The scorpion one? Pokey. Pokey. Pokey is the scorpion one. Pokey's a little slow, but but she's sweet. Oh. Like Ray Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Rude. More like Donnie. Ray Ray's just hugging it and it's stabbing him, but it doesn't hurt his armor. So. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> uh, and yeah, that would pretty much be my day. Yeah. So you head back in exhausted from the long day of working and building by yourself. And you head in to read your mother's journal, which we'll get to later. Deputy, ready to get yelled at? Tet on tet. Tet a tet. Are we ready for our tet a tet? Keep saying it. (laughs) It's a French thing for our head to head, face to face, whatever. A tete a tete. Stop saying it. Yeah, yeah, it gets worse every time. (laughs) A tete a tete. Okay. So a couple days later. Yes. Donnie calls me to his office. The day has arrived for you to speak with Sheriff Donnie Terrence. Your. Your academic probation is what I almost said. (laughs) Your paid leave is done, and Donnie has called you to meet with him, and you're at the sheriff's department. I've had lots of nervous poops. (laughs) You pooped all of the nervous poop away. What? I'm so afraid he's going to fire me, but I put my big boy pants on, and I... on his door. As you walk through the front part of the office, Greg is playing um, like a funeral march on his on from YouTube on his computer. I flip off Greg. <laughs> I, f- I flip Greg the fuck off. I- I'm just kidding. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, and then when you knock at the door, Donnie says, come on in. I, I enter. <laughs> ha- ha- how's it going, deputy? Hey there, Donnie. Well, sit on down. You're going to be here for a minute. Oh, God, I sit down. You hear me sitting down in my squeaky chair? Yes, I hear I hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry, Donnie. I just like to narrate everything I'm doing now. <laughs> so, um, I'd like to open this up with a question, Sarah. <laughs> yes? Why do you want to be a police officer? Oh, man. <laughs> Does my job depend on this answer? Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> yes. Would that make it better? Would that make it easier for you to answer it? Oh, no. <laughs> I want I want to help people. 
I want to be the the hero that my dad always made me feel he was. I needed a higher purpose once he was gone, and I did. I didn't really know what else to do. You want to help people. I do want to help people. Well, look, I think I think you're helping. I do. But you ain't a police officer, Sarah. The kind of help you're doing, it ain't police work. Now, I understand you want to follow in your your daddy's footsteps and, and all that. I, my mama was Sheriff Donnie Terrence for... for, for I <laughs> my mama was Sheriff Terrence for I was. I get it. But... Mm-hmm. You're fired, Sarah. The fuck? I mean, it's not. Don't get all teary eyed, though. I mean, <laughs> look, it's okay. I think you should keep doing what you're doing because it ain't nothing I want to be a part of. <laughs> There's a certain amount of the budget I'm allowed to spend on vigilante justice. What? <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> Florida, I thought he was going to promote me to, like, detective or something. This is not... You think you're getting a promotion? You're no, crazy. I mean, no, like, you're crazy. You are me. crazy. <laughs> you disappeared for nearly a week, Sarah. I can't, I can't have you... I can't keep covering for you like that. The only way I can let you keep operating like you are is for you to not be a part of the police department no more. <sighs> You'll be like a, I don't know, like a, like a bounty hunter or like a, <laughs> like a private investigator. As a sheriff, I am allowed to spend a certain amount of the budget on, uh, you know, people like you. And I don't have to answer so many questions about it. As when my deputy disappears for four days, shows up and saves the world from a big old mysterious fire. <laughs> Do I get to keep my gun? No, Sarah, you got to give me your gun and your badge. You crazy? My, my badge? Yeah. This is not my father's badge, right? I get to keep his badge. You got to give me your your badge, Sarah. You got to hand it back in. What, do you got an extra badge? I don't think that's allowed. I mean, I'll give him mine that has, like, my number on it, but I'm keeping my father's. I'll shoot Donnie right here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I wouldn't shoot Donnie. You can keep your daddy's badge, but you can't can't go around impersonating a police officer or I'll charge you for it. So you're saying I can continue doing... This, whatever this is. Don't say it. <laughs> I want to hear whatever it is. I don't want to hear it. I just know you can do it for some reason. I can't. Okay, I don't want to. You'll, you'll continue to let me work outside of the law, though, is what you're saying. I mean, if you if you start hurting people, I'm going to have a very different tune. But since you're fighting things that, you know, make shark attacks happen. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep doing that because I don't want to. I don't want to fight no sharks. I ain't no Steve Irwin. Rest in peace. Wait. So do I keep my gun or not? No. No. You got to turn in your damn gun. It's the rules. I don't know. You never watch a cop show or anything like that. Can I keep my taser? Can I keep my car? I don't give a shit about your taser. You can't keep your car. No. You better buy one. <laughs> That's the next arc. We're buying a car together. All right. Look, if you can, if you can, if you want to keep your job, if you want to beg and, and plead, get on your knees and say, please, Donnie, please save, save my job. You know, if you give me a good enough reason, maybe. But, you know, I, as of now, I don't I, I don't got no reason to keep you on the police department. Nope. I, I think you're right. 
All right, bye-bye now. <laughs> I will shake Donnie's hand. Can I shock him? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to shock him. <laughs> you have like a one of those like g- gag shop no. buzzers I in mean, your hand. I like the tiny bit of red electricity. Mm. I'm just kidding, though. I'm not going to do that to him. <laughs> okay, I will put my badge and my gun on the desk and then i'll shake his hand it's a pleasure working with you sarah you can call me deputy pleasure (laughs) (laughs) you ain't no deputy no more you can be miss pleasure no (laughs) (laughs) madame pleasure (laughs) no thank you all right i have nothing to say (laughs) nothing no no goodbye line okay well, <laughs> the good news is you and Greg could date. No problem. Oh, now. God, no, no, thank you, Donnie. Thanks. Thanks for everything. And I'm going to no, walk out the door. No HR department. I'm walking out. So, uh, hey, Payne, uh, where are you going? Do you have any plans? Good. Goodbye, Greg. Yeah, all right. Hey, don't be a stranger. OK, huh. I'm going to miss you around here. I give Greg a very big hug. Oh, oh, Greg. <laughs> yeah, what's up? And you tell me if Bobby's all right. He showed back up, right? Showed back up? What do you mean? Like, he's been to work the last couple of days. Um, yeah, he's been off for a couple of days. He he went down to Biloxi to do some gambling. <laughs> oh, sounds, sort of weird. Like, sounds like old Bobby. <laughs> as long as he's all right. All right, well, uh. And then he he's hits the space bar on his computer and it starts playing the funeral march again. <laughs> I flip him off again. <laughs> Later, Payne. We'll keep in t- we'll keep in touch, Greg. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> touch. I meant I would call him for things like running tags and shit. We both lost our job today. Technically, everyone lost their job since. Yeah, Ray Ray. Actually, everybody his lost their business job. Over. <laughs> oh no! Holy shit! Ray happily retired. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. What do I call myself now? I'm just fucking Sarah Payne. Yeah, Same I'm with- just fucking Ari Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So now I too have to rely on Rooster to drive me everywhere. Let's just go buy you a car. Is my severance pay that good? What kind of vehicle can I afford? Ooh, ooh, Ian. Ooh, that's me. I wanna, I wanna enter in Sarah's motorcycle phase. You, you should get a horse. <laughs> Jesus. You know what this? You know what this podcast needs? A horse. A horse. Can I find a used motorcycle? Wait a second. Wait a second. You're the only playbook that actually gets a car. Actually, that's a lie. Technically, Ari also gets a car. Hey, motorcycle's on here. <laughs> All right, do it. Car? You get a motorcycle. It's done. It's either oh, a bike or a yeah. motorcycle. I could even have a skateboard. <laughs> I can't even sell you on this horse idea. <laughs> <laughs> I would use these magic to talk to that horse every episode. So, <laughs> could you please ask her to get off of my back? <laughs> he says he wants more oats. 
<laughs> I'm going to shave the side of my head, buy a used motorcycle. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to shave my head. <laughs> Everyone gets a season two haircut. It's a rule. We all get bangs. You better get a sidecar for your motorcycle. Otherwise, <laughs> we're not going to be able to go very many places because you're typically the driver. <laughs> <laughs> We're I all can just get a sidecar. <laughs> Actually, let's consider this because because um, Sarah, you know, has been a police officer for a while, so she wouldn't have had she wouldn't have been able to have any kind of unconventional haircut. So maybe she would want to do something weird with her hair. I'm gonna shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> or just say only shave the sides of your head and leave the top just curly, and then. Don't acknowledge it until you see Ari, and Ari's like, why do you look like me? <laughs> I guess I just wear street clothes now. Tight. Yes, tight street clothes. <laughs> um, okay, so Ray Ray, you are reading your mom's journal. Where, uh, where do you, where do you, I mean, I don't know, I imagine this is like sort of a ritual for you now, like reading it once, like little by little. Is there a certain place where you read this or? Um, you know what? I'm going to say Ray has like a little hangout spot where he found all the lumber towards Barb's house. Oh, cool. That he's like got like a hammock set up and just kind of like his little chill swamp area. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, you're sitting in this hammock and you're reading and you. Cue rainbow connection. Yes, sung by sung by Kermit the Frog. Kermit and Ray Ray would be fucking delightful. Oh, can I do a Kermit voice? Not legally. Hey there. You can't copyright a voice. I don't know. Get stuffed, Jim Henson. Cram it the toad here. Cram it. Cram it the toad. Cram it the toad. Oh, that's God a fake. Cram it the toad. I, actu- I actually have a rainbow connection tattoo on my arm. It's hot. Prove it. Show me right now. What? You've seen it. Oh, I wonder if she has anything in her diary about t- turtle friends. What? <laughs> I want turtles and a frog friend. You what? want mutant ninja turtles. I want ninja turtle buddies. What would the frog friend be? Cram it the toad. Cram it the toad. Hey, my name's Cram it. God bless. I fall under parody law, so don't worry about me. I hate this. <laughs> This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst name ever. I have to it the I can't. Okay, there's nothing of note when you try to grab it. Oh, good. <laughs> it's ours. We can Goody. Goody. This belongs to us. That's our IP. <laughs> Kermit the Toad, <laughs> the Kermit the Frog parody creature, fairy, fairy God. creature. God damn it! I'm the agent that replaced the last guy. I'm not sure what happened to him, but he resigned. <laughs> I'm just imagining the arm shake. <laughs> Have you noticed anything out of the ordinary? <laughs> God damn it. I don't even know what that means. 
Okay, I've cried enough. Let's. This is all I've wanted for this podcast is just to slowly transition to our uh, Muppets parody, <laughs> Muppet. our Muppets parody podcast. Who's Beaker? Me. I want to be Beaker. Can we play? Um. Okay. So Ray Ray, you are reading your mom's journal. You find a particular passage that interests you. When Jenny and I found the stone, I considered it a curse. Over time, I've, I've come to appreciate the ability to help the things and the people I care about, and even enjoy the feeling of power at times. Still, the best power it ever gave me was the ability to speak to my babies. I've always considered animals to be better than people. People are just smart enough to be too smart for their own good and not smart enough to fix the problems that come from that. I do miss having my sister around. But when I figured out she was teaching the Crocs and Gators to distribute her drugs around Gullicochica, I knew I could never let her set foot in here again. I can't give the gym to Raymond. Not yet. He's a good young man. I want him to enjoy this world before he gets pulled into saving it. This power, it helps me do what I know I have to do. But I know that nothing's free in life. And someday... We'll pay the price for the things we can do. Dang. Loretta has an infinity stone. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Do you have any questions about this passage or anything in particular you're looking you can't into? Call it a passage. Passage has different meanings other than portal. <laughs> I guess Ray knows the stone she's talking about since memory. It was hanging around her neck, wasn't it? Yeah. Where could this thing be? Uh, yeah, I think I'd want to see if there's anything that talks about where it could be. Um, yeah, why don't you roll Investigate a Mystery? That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad. That's a six. <laughs> so, Raymond... Wow, I don't think I've ever called you Raymond in earnest before. That was weird. I've called you Raymond in character, but <laughs> never, like, keep, keep her to character. So, Raymond, you hear in the distance a crashing, like a collapsing. And then you hear, Oh, no! <laughs> and, you oh, hear the, and you hear the squawking of your, of your snipe, of your pet snipes. Um, and you hear the chaos of, of, uh, of commotion. Dang, what the hell? Uh, I'll <laughs> run to barbs. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Ray Ray. Uh, I don't know what happened here. And uh, you see that the sort of part of the feeding enclosure for your snipe pen has collapsed and the snipes are are sort of running around like crazy. And it's before you felt like you were getting close to some answers and now you're just completely distracted by the chaos. Shit, all all right, Uh, no problem. Just make, bring them inside. Caldwell, you're, you're the only one with some sense. Get Chucky and Pokey in here. I'll start wrangling them up to put them in barbs just so awesome. I can yeah and then start working on fixing the fence. Yeah, I won't I won't make you roll for that. You get them you get them inside so you can work on patching up the fence. It was it probably bums you out because you were, you know, you were relaxing and you probably didn't think you had a big project to work on today and now you've got some work to do, but as you sort of hammer away at fixing this this part of the fence, we'll move on to Sarah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I talk now. I'm pissed. <laughs> so, Sarah, 
I don't know if we've ever been to your house before. We, the audience, obviously you have, but... (laughs) I live here. What is your domicile? Do you have an apartment? Do you have a house? Trailer? I think I just have a little house. Oh, cute. A very basic little house. Probably can't afford beachfront. It's probably... No. It's probably in... um, Hickory. Yeah, it's probably in Hickory Point. Yeah. But not not in the worst part of... Like, not where Johnny Matters (laughs) lives, but... It's probably around there somewhere. Yeah. Although it could be in Gullicochica. Let's have it in Gullicochica, but like sort of not near the beach and not near downtown, just sort of out in the neighborhoods. Yeah. So it's across the bay from Hickory Point. It's not a very big house. Little house. Maybe it's got a nice little porch, but just enough enough space for you. Uh, so you have been sort of fired. You were given a different position, but you have been let go from the profession of a police officer. Is there anything in particular... You're doing at home to, to grieve. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to put grieve in your heart. Do you, <laughs> do you, how do you feel about this? I feel horrible. <laughs> I think Sarah was already lost when she became a police officer and she was looking for something that would give her a purpose. And now she has no purpose. So now she's, she's moved on to season two, Sarah. <laughs> and, and she is, she's going through her phase. Okay, what does how does this manifest itself in any kind of way? I have shaved the sides of my head. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Is that real? I shaved one side of my head. Oh, the back. <laughs> Just one side of my head. That way I can still cover it up. Cool, cool. Yeah, so you, when you go to formal formal events, when you go to your date with Greg, <laughs> I've been searching on Craigslist. For a motorcycle with a sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you're still employed. You might be making a little bit less than you were. So you're not making a whole bunch of money, but you need a vehicle to get around. Gullicochica is not, you know, doesn't have public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> and I I no longer have my berries and cherries. We'll, we'll make our berries and cherries with your electricity and with Ignis. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I do a lot of sitting on the couch Crying, eating ice cream. <laughs> but what about your podcast, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. Don't make fun of me. Cool. So you have you found a reasonably priced motorbike with a sidecar. Uh, do you do anything to replace your gun in the few days that since you're? Yes, I make Rooster drive me to Walmart because <laughs> I nice. have no other car. Walmart, which. Definitely sells guns, but not rated M video games. <laughs> because that's the country we live in. Yep. What kind of what kind of what kind of sidearm do you get? Do you kind of more or less the same thing? Do you go for something a little bit different? Do you get a crossbow like your dad <laughs> <No>. had? <laughs> no, I think I just get a small pistol. I know nothing about guns. What's a what's a small pistol? <laughs> I think what you had as a police officer was like a nine millimeter, so that's probably about what you get. Yeah, I would get a nine millimeter. Not the most stopping power, but it it's easy to handle. Yeah, decent mag size. Oh, I also I'm 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 gonna have a new uniform, and that uniform is like you know like a a, a white tank top with a leather jacket and holy jeans and boots. That's dope. This Tactical is my boots. new uniform. Yep. You were in Walmart, like, looking at jackets, and there was, like, a kind of a nice-looking tan coat, and then you heard in your head, 
Deputy Payne, you need to get the leather jacket. <laughs> it would look badass. It would be totally badass if you bought the leather jacket. Do they sell chains for your wallet? <laughs> I'm getting a wallet chain. That's too far. Look in the kids section. They have a corn wallet <laughs> with a chain on it. I don't need that. Okay, fair, but the jacket, <laughs> but the jacket's cool, right? <laughs> the jacket's cool. Awesome. So, <laughs> so new costume, new digs, the new you. Yep. New hair. Who dis? Who dis? Uh, oh, one other question. Since you didn't foresee that you would be getting the lay on hands ability um, or any access to magic in that way, I did say that you could replace your. It wasn't as bad as it looks. Move. Did you decide on what that's going to be? Yes. I replaced it with Berserk from the wronged playbook because it fits perfectly now. <clears throat> no matter how much harm you take, you can always keep going until the current fight is over. During a fight, the keeper may not use harm moves on you and you cannot die. When the fight ends, all harm takes effect as normal. Oh, cool. So that's like you're starting to get like more aggressive, more like devil energy. Yes. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm emotional. <laughs> That's what that means. So anyway, yeah, you're sitting in your living room, eating ice cream, watching TV. You get a call on your phone, and the caller ID reads Isolda. Oh, I answer it. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Isolda? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> There's some static on your end. Oh, oh, I can hear you. I had you muted. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine, dear. Um, I wanted to call and see how your how your time in Tallahassee went. I know you are looking for answers, and I'm concerned for your safety. And 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 you know, also, I have a little bit of interest in what you might have found out, considering I knew your father. Well, I got shot. <laughs> oh my God! But I'm okay now. Oh, okay. I also lost my job. You also got shot just a few days ago, oh, yeah. point, point blank with a revolver. I've been shot three times since the last time we spoke. I met Knox. Oh my god. I heard about the deal. The, the deal? What do you mean? The deal between Knox and my dad. What, what was it? What did he... How much do I trust this bitch? I should have taken that other move. <laughs> that insight check move, basically. I would assume I trust her, because at this point I just give no fucks. You can trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that Knox is only allowed to go after criminals, and that was some sort of deal that my dad helped create. I fear to know what price your father paid for this deal. Speaking of that, Isolda, do you know what happened to Helen? Helen, I know that she quit the force after your father passed. Which seemed seemed odd to me. Have you heard from her at all recently? Oh no, I I never spoke to her except for what your father said. He thought he always spoke very highly of Helen. Said she was a a great officer and a good friend. And she was not part of the order. Oh no, uh, I was not happy when he confided in her. But huh. I understand that if you try to keep something completely to yourself it can be hard if you don't have at least one person to confide in 
I tell Isolde I'm possessed by the devil. <laughs> oh my kidding. god! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You> w- <laughs> it's a devil. Foreshadowing. You say that so much. <laughs> yeah. I failed to see how that's foreshadowing. It's not foreshadowing. <laughs> the audience knows this, and you know this, and see, all the players know it. Not in character, they don't. True. Zelda, I have another question for you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you called me. Did you ask me everything you wanted to ask? So you don't have any clue what your father's side of the deal was? I don't. Do you have any clue what his side of the deal was? She's quiet for a minute. And then she says, nothing concrete. What do you mean by nothing concrete? I have, I have theories. I have, I have thoughts. I knew your father... Fairly well, but if you're conducting an investigation, I would hate to bias the results if if what, I, what I'm thinking is just the ravings of an old woman. What do you think? I think? I think I'm becoming too sedentary in my old age. It may be time for a little vacation. May I, may I come meet you, Sarah? Are you going to ride in my sidecar? I just bought a motorcycle, bitch. We're going on a ride. <laughs> oh, tight. That's, t- that's tight as a tango. That's what they used to say back in my day. <laughs> I'm dabbing. You can't see me over the phone, but I'm dabbing. <laughs> God damn it. I would love, love to meet in person. I found some old photos of your of your father and 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 the and the, our little branch of the order and I I would like to share them with you and do you happen to know what happened to my dad's sword? Oh yes, I have it. Oh shit, can you bring that with you? <laughs> can you bring that on the plane? <laughs> oh sure, I guess. Just check it in your bag. It'll be okay. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> Nobody asks an old lady like me questions about what she brings on a plane. This is probably true. <laughs> it will it will be lovely to meet you in person, Sarah. I can't wait. Goodbye, my dear. Hello, and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. My name is Ian. I am your keeper here. And as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, We have a few announcements this week, but not too many. Uh, First off, I want to say we hit 10,000 downloads recently. That is so crazy awesome. Uh, It really means a lot that you listen uh, often and frequently. We really appreciate it. We are working on something to give back that's not quite ready. Um, Another giveaway is in the works, I should say. Uh, Something a little bit different than a dice giveaway. Something more personal to our show. Something that we can give to, uh, give back to you, the fans. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Shrimp and Crits. Our promo for the week is Crit Like a Girl. You can find them on Twitter, at Crit Like a Girl Pod, uh, but with no I... I'll spell that. C-R-I-T-L-I-K-E-A-G-R-L-P-O-D. 
So check out their promo here. Sugar, spice, and everything dice. These were the ingredients selected to create the most badass ladies in all of Arcandrum, each treated to a vision of the possible destruction that could befall the world if they did not stop it. Thus, the dream team was born. With their skills combined, Sildwen, the wild wood elf who is one with nature and doesn't understand the rest of the world. She'll find new friends that may inspire her to consider new ideals and learn to love a world outside of just the woods. Poppy, a skilled falconer with a history of mercenary work, some more questionable than others. She's a lover of ale, a good fight, and her best friend Pudge. Though she is loud and opinionated, she has a big heart. Zuri, a sarcastic bard of both lore and shanties, is always on the lookout for a new story to tell in the taverns. Jinx, a chaotic cleric and devout worshipper to the best goddess in all of the world, of course, Kiavani. She is a bundle of rainbows, sunshine, and butterflies. Are dedicating their lives to fighting the forces of evil. Crit Like a Girl is a cinematic podcast featuring the adventures of four strong women and an adorable little owl. Join us every other Monday and come see how we crit like a girl. Again, that was Crit Like a Girl. Uh, Check them out wherever you listen. If you are able and wanting to support us monetarily, we have merch up on TeePublic. You can rock Ignis, the little blue will-o'-the-wisp, on a coffee mug, or our logo on a notebook, or we have a Who is the Gator Man t-shirt. We have all kinds of merch up there. It's super fun. Um, You can also donate directly to us on Ko-Fi, so go check that out. You can see those links in our link tree uh, through our Twitter or our website. Come chat with us on the Cast Junkie Discord. You can find that link in our show notes, or, or you can ask us for it on Twitter. Uh, we have weekly listening parties there. We have a wonderful community that talks about the episodes and makes theories about the characters. It's really fun. Um, and we're in there as well, so you can ask us questions. Uh, so go check that out. If you haven't already, rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. We release episodes bi-weekly on Mondays, and the next one will be out Monday, July 12th. I hope everyone had a fantastic Pride. With that, we'll get back to the rest of the episode. So Ari, now that you have nowhere to live, what do you do? That's a good question. That's a weird way to start it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, are you going to ask to come live with me? I was thinking about it. Or Ray Ray, this is the true test of friendship. You have to ask one of us. I've done a lot of thinking about it, and a lot of texting in with no response back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you there. That's a good point. I am going to go try my luck with Ray Ray and see if I can stay in the infirmary. Um, okay, so Ray Ray, I guess we'll make it easy. He happens to show up at the retreat when you are uh, somewhere within, because I don't think anyone knows yet that you go off into the woods. Yeah, no. But anyway, you're back at the retreat and Ari shows up. 
I think I have just like a gray duffel bag. <laughs> Dropped off by your Uber driver mm-hmm. that you know very well. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, where are you going? <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Ray Ray, if I could stay in the infirmary for a little while. The motel is no longer an option. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got the the bed down, uh, you know, there's a bed down there and stuff. Uh, you just kind of got to deal with Rooster. Can't get him out of there. <laughs> I think I'll be able to handle Rooster. Thank you, Ray. All right. That's, that's fine. If you need any help with anything, I would be happy to lend a hand. Hey, just make sure, you know, it is a secret and it is used during the day, so... You gotta be careful not to give it away. The better part of valor is discretion, Ray Ray. I will be subtle. That's fine. I mean, her name's Val. Just you, you just uh, don't disturb <laughs> Val when she's there. That's our our vet. I don't know. What do you... Oh, that works. Yeah, you the doctor. probably an in-house in-house veterinarian, horse doctor. Val the vet. Yeah, she she's a. She's a she's a horse. You couldn't find an alligator specialist, so you had to hire a horse doctor. I'm a horse surgeon, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, she's a blonde woman. Always wears a pinkish red top. Her son is Stephen, and that's why his voice sounds like Morty. And that's why I just can't get rid of Stephen. <laughs> oh, jeez, Ray Ray. Oh, jeez, Ray Ray. You're always taking me on these. Crazy adventures. I, I don't. I don't know what. To, I don't. I don't want to do it anymore, man. Yeah, Val's. Val's usually. Uh, Val's usually just in there, you know, when we need her to. But it's uh, nowhere after five. So just you know, clean everything up and all that fun stuff. Of course, Ray Ray. Hey, don't touch my ramen. <laughs> I have a duffel bag full of my own. No, I have okay. a tug. It's completely full of ramen. <laughs> and it's loose. It's not even packaged. It's just loose ramen. <laughs> I'll head down to the infirmary and put down my things. Rooster is uh, sitting on the floor. I This whole time I've always imagined like like an old TV with like an N64 and a GameCube and like maybe an old school PlayStation just plugged into it. And there's no chairs, just like Rooster sitting on the floor <laughs> playing video games like a, chi- mean, yes. like a child. <laughs> I, I've imagined it as kind of like cold, industrial, almost military. Like there's a room with some bunks that are like just metal and thin mattresses. And then the infirmary section is very medical. And then there's just like some rooms that could be offices, but one is just their video game suite. There is a kitchen. And, yeah. And an oubliette. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have used the kitchen. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, so maybe that's the backstory here. So a little fun fact about Gullicochica was that the beaches of this area were the most similar they could find in the United States to the northern beaches of France. So uh, U.S. paratroopers would train here for World War II battles. Fun. So the backstory of this building, perhaps, is that it was once a military bunker. Mm. Mm. And they built on top of it. The bait, exactly. They built it under. Yeah. Mm. It's very cool. So there's like... It's probably not huge. I, I still don't want it to be huge, but no. yeah, there, there's the there's the room that you walk down into that is the infirmary, the medical room. There's a couple of hospital style beds there. Um, that's where I picture most of your meetings have taken place, mm-hmm. just because it's the central room. That's where there's a Nintendo on the ground. 
Um, there's, you know, a kitchenette in the corner. And at the end of the hallway is the oubliette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Safe style door to get into it. Um, and to the right is sort of like a small little bunker room that has uh, some old military style bunk beds. And a shitty shower that's just like a drain in the floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you walk downstairs and you drop your duffel bag full of ramen. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> your duffel bag full of your whatever you possess. That's another one of Harry's great jokes. He's so good at jokes. Duffel bag of ramen is another band name. <laughs> <laughs> you walk down into the infirmary and you drop your duffel bag and Rooster sort of notices the sound and looks, or looks, looks around. He says, oh, hey. Good afternoon, Rooster. What's up? You want to play? And uh, I'm in the middle of a of a round right now, but perhaps once I've unpacked my things. Un un. Oh shit! You you live here now? For the time being, yes. Ah, oh, sweet. I will try not to get in your way. I mean, you know, Ray Ray's casa as su casa or something. Wonderful. Don't touch my things. Uh, no problem. I'm just kidding. Wait. So you want me to touch your things? <laughs> do you want any coffee oh no i don't drink coffee there's some dr pepper in there though will you grab me one <laughs> would would you like ice <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm practicing being a mundane <laughs> hey, fuck you okay any so this is sort of similar to the first creole croc arc episode that i have sort of an end of the episode hook oh. of sorts but uh, but I'm happy to play out anything else you guys want. This is sort of the point in the video game where it says, like, if you want a free roam, you better do it here because we about to do stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we got most of our loose ends out of the way. Let me look in the folder. I have filed loose ends. Uh, Ryan, Katie, do you guys have anything you want to do? I really can't think of anything besides going to Walmart and getting ink. Oh my god. No. You do not need to go to Walmart and get ink. Unless I can I mean, find anything in my mom's diary about a turtle friend. I mean, I, I, asked, I asked Zolda everything I wanted to ask her. Uh, I mean, I still want to find this gem. I don't mm. know if that's something I can just do... Yeah, I think since you, sort of, since you failed your role, I'll let you, I'll let you investigate uh, the journal... In a, for lack of a better word, like once, yeah. once an interlude, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, there's also the archway. Still, we don't know much about the archway. Still, yeah. And now, I guess I haven't talked to Seep about the disc or the magic. All of these things are true. Damn, I like Seep. I'd ha- I'd have a talk with Seep. Let's go to Seep's house. I'll whisper. Yeah, where do you meet Seep? I. Seeb's, uh, Seeb's living situation is um, very nebulous, Transient. very, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, uh, if you hit him up to hang or whatever, he's going to ask you where to meet. He's not going to say, come, come here. So where do you guys meet? I guess I can just have him come to the re- retreat. I can have friends over, probably. Hey, I said, I said no parties, man. You can't. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the thing, though, is Ray Ray asked you to keep it a secret. Do you, you just have Seeb into the... Uh, can we go out behind? I've been to Barb's house. Can we go out back there? Yeah, so when you get back there to go and meet Seeb, you see that there's a bunch of new construction all around. Oh, uh, uh, hey, what are y'all doing back here? I, you, you remember Seeb. Hello. Uh, 
hey, why why are you why are you back here? <laughs> you are significantly less scaly than the last time I saw you. Yeah, it's a uh, curse. Um, well, I'm gonna keep working on this fence. Don't mind me. (laughs) And nobody saw y'all come back here, right? Of course not. We simply need a place to untether the magics that bind our worlds together. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Hey, don't fuck up my fence. Just keep on hammering. Oh yeah, you do see the snipes running around from your camping trip. Chucky's over there resting in the shade, just sitting on the ground. And then the other two, Caldwell and Pokey, are sort of wrestling. In the dust. <laughs> Weird. What? Why did you bring me here, Ari? See, but I have resigned from the FAE. Um, how is... What did... What did Goodfellow say? Surprisingly non-threatening and almost supportive. Um. I imagine he was lying through his teeth. He sort of looks around nervously. Does he know about me? He was listening in the motel. I don't, I don't know if it's safe for me to be here then. See, if you are the only one who can help me right now, I need to find out what was taken from me and I need to alter my connection. I've seen you go other places. I've seen you use your badge to do it. I need you to teach me. I, I, can, I can help you, Ari. I'm just afraid, I'm afraid where Goodfellow might have eyes and ears. If he is watching, if he is listening, this is the best place to be. He doesn't understand Ray Ray, just as he didn't understand Loretta. I think he's afraid of that. Wow. He must really be something special if, if he's feared by Goodfellow. Which is why this is the best place to be. I have found runes, of which I do not know the origin. I'd like to show them to you and see if there's anything you can glean from them. Oh, okay, let, let, let me take a look. So I will take out a, I suppose, like a leather-bound journal of drawings that I've made of the sigils we've seen on the disc and on the walls of the cave, hmm. and show it to him. Well, interesting. These, uh, these ain't of fey origin, obviously, and... This ain't like any devil magic I've ever seen. This is... This is something different. There's... There's something else out there, Ari, that we don't know. Something connected to what's happening here, connected to these people, because it has shown itself twice to us. What do these runes do? The discs seem to summon the refuse beast, the towering trash golem. What its purpose or connection to the disc was, I don't know. I think it's aliens. <laughs> I just heard y'all talking over there. I just, you know, don't mind me. Just, yeah, I think it's aliens. I'll, I'll get back to hammering now. This isn't like any alien language I've ever come in contact with. Dang, so there are aliens? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> the runes in the cave were unpowered. They were benign. Un unpowered like dormant perhaps hmm well um i mean i could keep i'll keep an eye out for these types of of runes 
and I can help you learn to adjust to using magic. But remember, my, my priority is finding a way to destroy the devil of Tate's hell. I will do what I can to aid you. See, the fight does not have to be alone. The first thing you need to know is the magic won't come as easy to you as it used to, but I, I can teach you how to deal with those limitations. I would like to try. Training montage. <laughs> yeah. Do-do-do-do. Drawing the runes and casting the spells. Sieb is helping you. He's guiding your hand. He's got his hand on top of your hand. Your hand is under his hand. You're writing in chalk on the paper. That doesn't make any sense, but that's how we're doing it. Magic, magic. Ignis is flying around and they smile. Ignis flies over to Ray Ray, who's on a ladder. He is hammering <laughs> at the fence. And then Ignis high fives Ray Ray. And they both jump into the air. Yeah. Deputy Payne sits alone at home. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. Y'all watch out. Poke, poke is out. Hold, hold on, guys. Don't let someone catch that snipe. <laughs> yeah, the snipes are running around <laughs> and they have to stop their training montage. And everybody's chasing the snipe. Pokey's tail is stabbing at Seed because he doesn't trust the stranger in his yard. Oh, no. Then, then we cut to Sarah at home. She spills some ice cream on her cat. I don't have a cat. <laughs> She's buying things on Amazon. She's buying things on Amazon. <laughs> to fill the void. <laughs> Fill the void in her heart. She's spending the few dollars she has on things. Please. To find a sense of purpose in life. Well. <laughs> find a sense of purpose in life. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, basically he spends some time with you, teaching you that the words of the Fae still hold power. You just won't be as connected to it because Goodfellow isn't specifically channeling his energy towards you like he would if you were one of his agents. We're all parasites? I had no idea. <laughs> and yeah, he starts to teach you like some basics of how to cast magic in the devil world, um, which is similar. It's just Latin instead of fey runes. And in any kind of devil magic or blood magic, there must be a sacrifice made. He explains that it's less of a matter of agreeing to terms like a fey deal, and it's more of a matter of you have to lose something that's important to you, or uh, whether it's blood, or your soul, or your future, or, you know, something of that nature. I like that a lot. After like 72 hours of being in my house by myself, <laughs> I show up to the retreat in my fancy new motorcycle. I love it. Also, you probably work at the retreat a lot. Yeah, I thought you would still work in there. Wait, Sarah? I was feeding goats. She was helping out around the retreat when she was on leave, so I imagine now that oh. she's on permanent leave, she's probably still just helping out around the I mean, retreat. that's her paycheck, right? Other than Donnie? That's true. Yeah, so after a few days of wallowing, you come back to work at the retreat. Uh, what time of day do you think that happens? I would assume it's like dinner time. Sure, so like closing. Most of the employees have gone kind of thing. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> so Payne shows up in her motorcycle, and she's got this new haircut with part of it shaved. Uh, one, one of the sides of her head is shaved. She's got a leather jacket on. 
ripped jeans. She pulls up in this motorcycle with a sidecar. And um, what do you guys do? What'd you do to your head? Get in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just a quote from Mean Girls. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's a Quadrage you got there, Sarah. Who the fuck is that? It's Peg. Is that Peg? <laughs> I can't tell anymore. <laughs> All the voices sound the same. Sarah, have you forgotten who we are? <laughs> <laughs> what did, has happened to you? Did someone take over your body? No, sorry. <laughs> you Sarah's evil twin. <laughs> I'm no longer a deputy. Dang, Donnie fired you? Yeah. And they took my car away, so this is my new car. You know, you can go down to the auctions and get one of those old police cars. <laughs> well, Ray Ray, this is much cooler, don't you think? I mean, it's a little more dangerous. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with that, Sarah. You could really hurt yourself. I think I'll be okay. Don't you have to get a special motorcycle license in Florida? I already got it. Everything's oh. fine. <laughs> Roll. Roll plus, no, I'm just kidding. Roll plus license. Roll plus bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Well, what's what's new with you, man? <laughs> anything, anything cool? I own the retreat now. I was talking to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll just go fuck. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> she walks. Sorry. She walks away into the office. <laughs> no, I didn't mean. <laughs> I don't own the retreat now. I mean, I knew that already. We've already been past this. No, nothing. Uh, we all uh, know that Peg does way more well, than you. Uh, well, Ari moved in. You let Ari move in with you? I mean, not with me. Wait, why did he need to move in with you? I don't know. Somebody got kicked out of the hotel or whatever, needed somewhere to go for a little bit. So he's just staying in the, well, down, downstairs. Well, that's that's weird. You didn't ask more questions? I mean, not really. He was, he was staying at a hotel. He right. Just needed somewhere to stay. Just told him, you know, don't touch the 64. And he's just got to deal with the rooster a lot. All right. Well, you need some help with the goats or like anything? Because I've literally done nothing but eat ice cream and order shit off Amazon for 72 hours. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's about weird. Kind of. Shutting down if you want to help out around here. Or you want to, like, do, like, friend shit and have a beer together or something. I've been lonely, can you tell? <laughs> oh. I mean, I guess if you want to hang out, let's just finish up around here. Uh, we can go grab a beer at the goal if you need to or something. All right. Should we invite Ari? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so as the as the night goes along, it does start to to sprinkle a little bit, which maybe concerns you, Ray, although the news didn't say it would rain heavily. Um, and when it's just sprinkling outside, you don't really have to worry about transforming. So I go grab my rain my rain jacket. That's probably wise. Will you pick a game that Rooster's teaching Ari how to play downstairs? <laughs> yeah. When they walk down. What video I, game do you think you're learning? Wow. Oh. <laughs> He's teaching him World of Warcraft. That's not a... That's no, not well, a, no, it's, it's what you say, N N64 <laughs> or GameCube? Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah I, I feel like Ray, Ray or I feel like Rooster plays uh, mostly old school, well, old school by our standards games. 
Ray Ray, what's the funniest game that he could be teaching me? Pokemon Snap. Nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mario Kart's a pretty... That's fair. Pretty big one down there. Or... Yeah, that is one of Rooster's... That's probably Rooster's favorite game Mario is Mario 64. Kart. Or Goldeneye. Could play Goldeneye. Oh, Goldeneye's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, Ari's not going to shoot people, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ray Ray goes to grab his, his raincoat, and you... Descend into the infirmary, and you see Rooster and Ari both sitting on the ground. Rooster's trying to teach Ari how to play Goldeneye. Ari, I mean, I'm enjoying winning every round, but you gotta shoot me if you want to beat me. Why did you tell me I couldn't be the one with the hat, and then you choose the one with the hat every time? I, li- I like throwing the little hat. It's an instant kill. If you can aim it right, it's pretty cool. How do you kill someone with a hat? I mean, I feel like you could kill somebody with a hat. If anyone I know could kill somebody with a hat, it would be you. I will take your strange compliment, Rooster. Thank you. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm going to turn on paintball mode because it's more fun anyway. And then maybe you can you can shoot me because it's just paint. Is that good? I appreciate that. <laughs> and then Ray Ray and Sarah go down the stairs. Sarah looks much different from the last time you saw her. Is something the matter, Deputy? No, whatever do you mean? <laughs> Something the matter with you? Living here with Rooster? I needed a place to stay for the time being. Why is that? Uh, I don't live here, for the record. I just, <laughs> when there ain't nothing to fix, this is where I hang out. Sorry, Rooster. My connection to the FAE is suspended for the time being. I am taking a leave of absence. So we both got... Lay it off. Bodice Mouse starts playing. <laughs> oh, we right. both got fired on exactly <laughs> the same day. I would say I chose to resign, but yes. Well, goddamn, let's high five. <laughs> I'm sitting on the ground and I will raise my hand. To my <laughs> I high five you. I guess we can use some help around here, but the pay is not that great. Oh, don't worry. Donnie, you know, hired me on as a vigilante. <laughs> I'm so confused by it, but... He did what? It's, you're sort of getting paid under the table, but... It's sort of like a Donnie is giving you money because he knows you provide him... Weird help. ...a, a valuable res- resource. You, he, you deal with shit he doesn't want to deal with, so he, yeah. he feeds you money under the table so you can keep doing what you're doing. She's a bounty hunter. For sharks. I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter. Shane <laughs> the Bounty Hunter is also... I cut my hair into man. a mullet. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and look, I bought a new gun. I whip out my gun. And I'm just waving. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't go shaking that thing around. <laughs> I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> Why don't we go get some some beers to celebrate at the Gola? You can ride my motorcycle. Sorry, Rooster, you can't come. Only two people can fit on my motorcycle with me. I mean, Rooster has a car. I, I guess if it's raining, maybe we should just ride with Rooster. Yeah, we'll take Rooster's truck due to, you know, the rain. It is a long drive to the island. How many beers are you guys going to have, those of you that are driving? This is 45. Unsafe. Going for the record. Rooster looks at you and he says, look, uh, Sarah, I'd, I'm sure you want to show off your motorcycle and I'd love to ride in it sometime. That'd be pretty freaking cool. But but uh, it's might it might rain. And uh, look, I'll be the DD. I'll I'll drive you all up there in my truck. Let's do it. What could go wrong? That's my line. <laughs> 
Y'all spent an evening at uh, at Jordan's bar, uh, his back bar by the by the beach, by the boardwalk to the sand, and um, lots of fun revelry is had. You guys have a nice, uh, well well deserved and well needed break from drama and fear and pain. I am pain. Yeah, I'm glad we got away from Sarah. Ah, thank you. I, I really needed a break from Sarah. <laughs> she won't stop talking about her motorcycle. Oh man. <laughs> See her head? There's just what? so much of it now. <laughs> Sarah I didn't mean comes I back shaved from... half of my head. I meant I shaved the side of my head. Sarah comes back from the restroom. <laughs> She's back. She's back. <laughs> yeah, but before before he realizes it, Jordan says, um, says, I don't know. I think her hair looks good. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Jordan looks at you, Sarah, and, and he says, hey, Sarah... By the way, thanks for talking sense into in a Johnny. I I was starting to, I was starting to get real pissed. He wasn't getting back to me. It's no problem. He doesn't deserve you. Was she drunk? Maybe that drunk bitch in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 he doesn't even deserve you. <laughs> Look, I know Johnny gets a bad rap, and and for the most part, he deserves it probably. But I don't know. He he means well. He's. He's a good. He's a good guy. He he really is. All right. Can you can you make sure he doesn't kidnap anyone else? Wait. He kidnapped somebody. No. 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 no nothing. <laughs> wait. 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 What are you talking about? Nothing, man. Just keep him out of trouble. <sighs> he he sighs <laughs> a very heavy sigh. <laughs> Ray, Ray, you need another drink? Oh uh, yeah, man. He starts to mix you up on other sex on the beach, and he says, "Um, I'm glad you made it out of there okay last week." You disappeared right before everything went to shit. That was pretty messed up. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was crazy. Uh, I'm glad glad you did all right. Yeah, I'd... I just saw that thing and it scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously his his methods are questionable, and he sort of glances over to to Sarah. But but I mean, that's in the end, Johnny just wants to protect the people around here from that from that monster. I, look, I know the sheriff said it was a shark attack, and that's what. They want us to believe, but unfortunately, I know maybe he's rubbing off on me, but I, I'm with Johnny on this one. I think the Gulligator Man's real. I mean, I don't know about all that. That's how you know, how you, now you know it's a man. That's, you know, you can't. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, well, now that, now that I think about it, nobody knows more about alligators and crocs than you, Ray Ray. Have you, you ever seen it? I feel like if there's anybody that would have seen it, I mean, there's no way I wouldn't have by now, you know, Jay? Yeah, I mean, sure. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it, there's got to be a rational rational explanation for it. All I know is that some poor soul died last week, and the majority of people I talked to that ran over here from the beach said that it was a giant alligator on his hind two legs. Plus a saltwater alligator here in the Gulf? That's, uh, hell, that's... That's pretty unlikely. I thought that was a shark attack. Did you see it, Jay? No, there was too there was too much chaos. I, I saw people running toward me, and I sprung into action. I had to take care of my customers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think it's I think it's pretty possible. You know, s- stories can get away, but it's it's very possible. I heard just the other day that there was a, a saltwater crocodile kind of snuck its way into the Gulf, and you know. A saltwater croc jumping off of a jumping off of a wave that can they can get some air and that that might make it look like it's standing if you're in a panic. 
know what I mean, man? There's always a rational explanation. Sure, sure, sure. And them suckers get big. Or there could be a lineage of people who transform into alligators going back generations, Jay. <laughs> oh, hey, Jay, can you stop serving him, please? <laughs> Jordan moves on from from Ray Ray and he checks on some bar customers that aren't you guys and he comes back to you Ari say uh Ari what what do you what do you do around here anyway like what's with the suit what's your what's your deal you're always here you always seem to show up when something strange is going on what's your deal you ask a lot of questions Jay <laughs> I'm a bartender it's my job to ask questions I am just here on vacation Jay like everyone else he sort of smiles and shrugs. He knows not to not to pry when people uh, don't want to give him the full answer. And yeah, the the rest of the evening, you guys just spend kind of hanging out and laughing as the sun sets. The rain stays pretty steady. You're under, you know, under like a straw awning, a straw. What do you call that? A strawing, like a pergola of sorts that goes over the back bar. And. After a while, Rooster takes you guys back to the retreat. Good night, everybody. And I kiss them all on the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to somebody running in the dark. Behind her, you can hear the faint sound of chanting. Low but numerous voices sort of chanting in a strange language. The woman that we see is running toward us, toward the camera, and she's running as fast as she can. We skip time a couple of times to show that she is covering a great distance. She looks afraid. She keeps looking back to see if she's being pursued. She's sweating, obviously, from exhaustion, and her skin is moist from the rain hitting her flesh, but she looks also to be pale. And her skin, in places, has splotches as if she's breaking out in some kind of a rash. And then she runs onto the property of the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. And she she starts pounding at the office door. It's closed, but she's just pounding at the door, hoping desperately that someone is in the office. be the the hero that my dad always made me feel he was jesus christ who just died <laughs> sorry <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dolly was so impressed he slapped the table <laughs>